Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. You know, uh, recently here, more and more women have found that it's becoming increasingly more difficult to date. And there's good reasons for that. Number one, um, young guys are becoming more, um, there could be, they're softer. They're not growing up with good male role models. And as such, they're only learning from women. And so they behave a little uh, less masculine than usual. And women, as much as they say they want guys to be like this, are not attracted to those kind of guys. Secondly, uh, they're, they're finding that they want to have their fun and work their way into their 30s. And then all of a sudden, uh, then they decide it's time to settle down. And a lot of guys by then have either settled down if that was something they were really into, or they've decided I'm going to opt out because they see the actions of all the 20-somethings and the young 30-somethings. And then it's kind of like, uh, then the it feels to guys like women are coming around asking for second place, saying, look, I had all my fun. I've done all this with all these guys. These, you know, and I, I did my thing. Now I want a good guy. Now I got want a guy to settle down with. Now I want a guy to marry. And a guy says, okay, well, where was my fun? Where was all the years of fun for me? You, you shunned me. You told me I wasn't good enough, that you wanted to go with the good-looking guys and the very successful guys. And now when you, you're coming back around, you, you kind of act like you're settling for me. And I don't want to be the, that guy that you settle for. I wanted to be the guy you had fun with, but you, you pushed me off and said I wasn't good enough then. Well, guess what? You're not good enough now. So this is an article from the New York Post that we'll read here. And it says, uh, why is a good man so hard to find? Blame the war on boys and men. So at least this this writer, Stephanie uh, Gutman, uh, she actually comes from the right frame of mind where it's very easy to accuse guys. But the truth of it is that it's not the young men's fault or guys' fault as they're becoming smart. You know, one thing that you can say is that as the game changes, guys are a little bit slow to come around. But as more and more guys start coming around, they're realizing, hey, okay, I can play this game too. It's just taking us a little while to catch up with the rules. And as someone like myself or some of the other, other uh, whether it's Donovan Sharp or Coach Greg Adams or um, Aaron uh, Clary or some of the other guys, as we're putting that information out there, you younger guys don't have to go through this until all, you get caught up to the rules of the game without getting caught in the game itself. And this is one of the problems with the yay girl power movement is it always needs to have something to fight. See, because currently they're ahead in jobs. Currently they're ahead in education. Currently they're ahead on getting lighter or shorter sentences. But they still have to go on the attack because the minute they don't attack anymore and they say, okay, everything's even, they're done. And then all these these people that are in the movement that get the money from uh, big organizations and big movements uh, that dries up. So they always have to have somebody to attack, right? Well, they're going to run out of people to attack because the men aren't fighting back. They're just walking away. So uh, they say uh, Gina Thibodeau, Thibodeau, Gina Thibodeau, a Hannah Fisher Frischberg's post feature this week noted. Okay, let's start that again. Uh, Gina Thibodeau is a single woman seeking a male partner in New York, preferably, preferably for marriage. See, she seems to have it all. Beauty, success, and youth. Though at 38, skrr, come to a screeching halt right there. 
Though at 38, she's old enough to be tormented by the ticking of her biological clock. Okay, she's not. she doesn't have youth at 38. That's like midlife at that point if you're going to live to, say, 80. That you're midlife. That's not youth anymore. Sorry. And the ticking of the biological clock at 80? No. The alarm has sounded. It's been ringing for several years now. And it may be time to just turn that off. And if you're wanting a family now, your challenge is to find a guy around your age that doesn't already have one or that wants to have one. And that's going to be a real challenge because most guys that really want families want to get that started 30. So maybe by the time they get to be 50 or so and thinking about retirement in another 10 or 15 years, they don't have kids running around the house and they have to worry about college. But again, waiting way late and then saying like, I have youth. I'm Here I go. I'm ready to go. I'm only 38. Alas, she says her luck with men has been so bad, she's now considering living communally with girlfriends. Okay, but she's beauty, success, 38. Success doesn't matter to a guy. 38 matters to a guy. Beauty matters to a guy. But how much beauty are you going to have from 38? Now, yeah, you can have another 10 or 20 years, sure. But a guy that dates and wants to get married at 25, he has, you know, another 15 years with a young wife that's going to be pretty and into him before she hits 38. I mean, coming in at 38 is kind of like going to a race and and getting ready to check out the cars four feet before the finish line. Not literally, not literally, but you understand what I'm saying. It's really late to try to get started on a family. You got to do that stuff in the 20s if you're serious about it. She says, dudes these days just do less across the board. She says, in particular, they just don't go out there and make money. Now, why is that? Well, I'm going to let me jump to that paragraph because there's a lot in here. I want to keep this as one of my shorter videos because I've been going long recently. Part of the point of earning money, by the way, was once to woo a woman, to make oneself a good catch, to support a family. If wooing is now fraught with danger and supporting a woman and children is deemed condescending, even oppressive, it's no surprise that some men now see less of a need to focus on their careers. Moreover, earning even just a livable income generally requires qualities like aggression and competitiveness that we have been seeing systematically dis- or we have been systematically discouraging. And it's all up to you to get men who no longer have the historical motivations for going to college and jumping into what they used to call the rat race for women. It adds up to lonely nights. So I'll leave a link to the um, to this article if you want to read the whole thing. I, I dropped out a lot of it. But the whole point is that you know, as young men traditionally, I've said this in a couple of my other videos, young men traditionally, and I was one of them, you go right out there, you try to maybe work a job or two jobs, get a a good savings together. You want to drive a nice car because a nice car uh, signifies that you're comfortable in life. You want to get a home or have a nicely decorated apartment, which means lots of decorations. Um, This place is decorated, but it's already decorated like that. My place on the bus, very plain Jane, maybe a painting or two. But you decorate it so that when you bring a date over, it looks nice and you want a nice place so that maybe if you start dating this girl, she'd like to spend time in your home and she's comfortable there. This is, again, the way you think when you're younger and you're in the blue-pilled world, right? And then hopefully things go well, you start dating, you have a relationship, and then you want to be able to provide for her. So if she does have kids, that you can, she can stay home, give the best advantage to your kids so they don't have to go off to a daycare, but they can stay home with mom, and you have a good nuclear family unit. Well, that's been shredded now. So what is the benefit to a guy 
to, to number one, if he's trying to get a job and he's told if he gets a good job, well, he probably took it from somebody that was more deserving than him, like a woman, but because patriarchy, right? Or that uh, he has all the advantages in life. Or he gets into a an office situation where someone can make a complaint about him and it's believed no matter what, even if he didn't do anything wrong. And guys start saying, you know what, maybe this isn't for me. Then they hear about all the laws that comes to when the family splits up, about the child support, about... Um, the divorce statistics about how guys get raked over the coal for alimony and sometimes half the money they've ever made, even if it was before meeting her. And the guys say, you know what? This isn't for me anymore. I'm not interested in this. And this is just one key area. But all of a sudden, it's the men's fault again because the women say, there are no good guys out there. I'm making more, but I want to date up. I want someone that's more successful. Yes, yes, we... We kicked them all out of the jobs and we, we said we fought and we said we weren't uh, being represented enough. So we ended up getting more of those jobs so that they weren't available for the men. But it's still their fault because they're not bettering themselves. Well, you know what? What's the point? What is the point of bettering themselves and trying to be well-to-do and be, be the upward mobility or upper echelon for you to date up to when all we are is resented for it? Or that when you decide to leave in the average of seven years at a 70% rate that the women file divorce and you take half everything, guys are just saying, no way. There's no value here for me anymore. And the interesting thing is, and I I think this is, I've said it many times, but I'll say it one more time. The interesting thing is once guys accept this lifestyle of being a bachelor, once they understand the caveats, no, you may not be able to go out and have long-term relationships. But if you still are in good shape and take care of yourself and exercise and put put yourself out there a little bit, you can still go get lucky because that's all the women's you know movement said. Hey, let's go let's go be free with ourselves like the guys are. And the guys are saying, okay, you know, I'm fine with that because that means you'll be free with me. And so these women are out there doing all this, and the guys get all the fun, but they don't have the penalty anymore. They don't have the penalty of having to get married to get lucky. They don't have to have the penalty of getting married to lose half their things. So that's like I've said before, this is actually great for guys and it's bad for women. This third wave girl power is bad for women and it's great for guys. But the thing is, they don't see it yet. Only when they they start coming around to wanting things a certain way that they have fought against. In other words, the guy making more money, the guy being more successful, the guy doing very well. So I can have kids and I can stay at home and I can be taken care of by him. Well, that's the patriarchy. You can't have that. It doesn't work like that. You chased all that off. Now guys are doing nine to fives. They're doing something that's enjoyable for them. They're not worrying about the fancy car. They just have a car to get them from A to B or a motorcycle like me. They're not worrying about a fancy big home. Maybe they live on a bus or an RV or a small apartment or something that just gets them by. And in the meantime, they're taking their money and they're sticking it in the bank. They're going to have their fun on their computers and with their friends shooting pool at night. Everybody's bachelors. Everybody's living the high life. Except the only ones that are left out of that are the women. Because they're social. See, men can get away with being, we're, we like to tinker with things. You'll see that like this, I'll, I'll sit here while I'm watching something and I mix it up and it takes me about a minute to get it back in, into regular form because I wanted to learn that and now I know it and I'll know it forever. Same thing with, with half the things we do, like building a bus. Because I can be out there all day by myself, no one talks to me all day. I put on my headphones, I listen to podcasts, I listen to news, I inform, I learn, I listen to books, I listen to music. 
and it's just me tinkering with things and building things. Men can do that comfortably. Women are more social creatures. Women like interaction with other people. That's why men tend to go for engineering jobs and things are jobs that work with things and women go work with people. Well, the, the ones that get punished out of all of this in the end are the women. And so I'm going to leave a link for this article. But go read it. And they have a, there's actually some very good points, and it's very short, um, but I didn't want to hammer down through that. I wanted to get some points out today without running 30 minutes. Uh, but go read the article. I think you'll find it an interesting read. But again, it's one of those, hey, this is what you asked for, and, and you've got it. Here you go. Merry Christmas. Guys, if you'd like to support my work, links are below. Thank you for those that have. And as always, the best way you can uh, support me is like, comment, share, and check out my older work. Um, I put out so, so many videos for you guys um, that if you haven't seen something or I don't have something new out and you want something to listen to, go check my channel. I'm sure that there's, you know, 160 other videos out there for you to enjoy. So, guys, I'll leave it there. This is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. And remember, it's another case of you get what you asked for, ladies.